welcome to Improbable Things. I'm Jay Grace Pennington, and this is my podcast where I share six improbable thoughts before breakfast, which means six thoughts about reading, writing, or storytelling in some form. So I have my six things ready for the day, and I am ready to get started. Before I get into my six things, I just wanted to say um, I apologize for the long absence. Um, I mentioned on Facebook that last week my allergies had made me lose my voice yet again. It's happened several times this year. And the week before that, we were traveling. We actually took my girls to Disney World in Florida, which was a great time. And then honestly, the week before that, I was just really struggling and just did not manage to get to it. So, um, but I'm glad to be back. Glad my voice has recovered. And I wanted to go ahead and get this episode in before Thanksgiving tomorrow. So, uh, all that said, I will get into my six things. (laughs) So number one, I wanted to just give a little update on the editing of my book, Firmament Humanoid. And it is going much more slowly than I was hoping, but I do think it's going well. Um, It is at least going steadily. Like I am making progress every day, even if it's not as much as I had hoped. I'm definitely not going to be getting it out this month, but still hoping that I can get it on Vela at least in December. Um, But if not, then definitely should be able to in January. And And it is quite the undertaking. I haven't gotten yet to the part that needs the most work. I, I believe I've mentioned the last few chapters need to be completely rewritten from scratch. So that's obviously the most intimidating part, Um, but there still have been some pretty big changes that I've made, uh, among which I'm adding a bunch of content scattered throughout from a third-party perspective, and we'll see if that works. I may need to find somebody to give it a quick read (laughs) before I send it to my editor and make sure that some of these new parts flow okay with the rest of it, but I do think they'll help. I think it'll add to the plot. Um, and just help explain some of the things that didn't fully make sense in the first draft. So again, I think it's going well, but just a little slowly in this season of my life. Number two, this was something kind of fun that happened a few weeks ago. Um, on when you publish on Kindle, one thing that you can do is enroll in Kindle Unlimited, which is when, you know, people can read your book for free if they're a member. So it's basically kind of like Netflix for books or something. And all my books are enrolled in it. And I can see, um, they tell you, you know, when someone's reading it, like they tell you that day, how many pages of what book has been read and what royalties you've earned from those page reads. And so it was really fun. A few weeks ago, I was able to actually watch someone go through the series because, um, Someone had read Brady Alloway, and then one by one, I watched progress being made <laughs> in pages read each day through the rest of the series, like all the way from in his image through to the the end so far. And even able to see when somebody had finished one book that day and started on the next one or whatever. And it was just so much fun to kind of get to be in on somebody's progress and Read, they they read through the whole thing in just a few days, so seemingly enjoyed it, and it I was able to tell my husband each day like oh they're 
they started, you know, reversal zone or whatever. And that was just so much fun. I haven't had that experience before. And so I'm really glad that I got the opportunity to just have a little peek into somebody's reading journey with the series. So number three, I just had to share that we got some new bookshelves. Um, I just have had well, basically always, there's some piles of books somewhere that don't have a place. <laughs> and our house is pretty small, but I had known for a while that I wanted to get some shelves for our office, um, just some that could fit under. We have two windows in our office, one on my side of the room and one on my husband's side. And I thought if we can just get some really short bookshelves that could fit under the windows, so, you know, they really won't take up extra space and then I can like unload <laughs> a few of our books onto them. Plus then, um, and this is a little sneaky of me, but my husband insists that I can't put stuff on his side of the room, which is totally fair because you know, my stuff does take up a lot of the rest of the house. But, um, my solution to getting some more room on my bookshelves is I told him, well, I'm going to take your books off of the shelves and put them on the bookshelf on your side of the room. <laughs> So all his Hardy Boys collection, his Randy Alcorn books, whatever, I'm putting them on his shelf. And so I can just free up a little more space. And so now for the first time in quite a while, I don't have any homeless books. And there's actually some extra space, which I'm sure won't last very long. But it is a good feeling to have the books off the floor and just in their own uh, little homes. So grateful we were able to get those. And um still working on organizing them, but like I said, all the books are off the floor, which is great. So number four, um, this also was a few weeks ago, but I was talking with my daughter, Violet, who's almost four and a half, and she can read a few words. Um, like she can recognize the words cat, go, um, up, just a few, you know, small words. She can spell her name and her sister's names. And so she was saying something to me about a word she'd been able to recognize. And I told her, you know, if you learn how to read, then you'll be able to read every word. And then you can read any book in the world all by yourself. You won't have to get someone to read it to you. You can read whatever story you want. And she thought that was really cool. Like she got excited about that. And I was thinking, you know, I learned to read when I was about her age. Like I was reading, my mom always tells a story. I was like, Five years old when she walked in and saw me reading Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, and she, Violet's very smart. She knows all her letters and letter sounds. She picks up things pretty quickly. So I thought, well, you know, we can at least maybe give it a shot at learning how to read. If she doesn't take to it or she's not ready, we can stop, you know, and there's no pressure. So I told her, hey, I'm going to order a book that will help you learn how to read and we can work on it when we get back from our trip. So I ordered the book called Teach Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons, which my mom always used with us when we were growing up. And so the book arrived. We haven't actually started on it yet because uh, we got sick right after we got back. Um, and so just haven't gotten around to it yet. You know, it's the holidays, whatever. But I really am hoping next week after Thanksgiving to start sitting down with her, just doing some little lessons. The only struggle will be finding a time that we can do it, um, where the other girls are not going to be hanging around trying to, uh, you know, trying to get us to play with them and stuff. Like I need to find something else they can do. But anyway, 
I'm excited and I think she's excited too. She keeps telling me, when are we going to do school, mommy? <laughs> so I will keep you all updated about how that's going. Number five, my currently reading, um, I'm still kind of in general going across my bookshelves from top to bottom, left to right. And the book I came upon was um, called The Introvert Advantage. It is a book that I believe my parents gave me for Christmas a really long time, like I think over a decade ago. And I think I'd started it back then, but I didn't finish it. But I've always been intending to read it because the first part was very interesting. So picked it up and I've been reading that and it is very interesting. It and and this is what I liked about it back when I started reading it. It really gets into a lot of the brain science behind introvertism and how um, different neurotransmitters, like different studies that have been done that show that they're higher or lower in introverts or extroverts, and even um, going into studies that have been done that show different um, blood paths to the brain between the two, lots of really fascinating things like that. Um, actual scientific reasons why a lot of times introverts can have an easier time with written word retrieval than oral word retrieval. So yes, and, and a lot of things like that where I'll be reading and going, yes, like I know that like I've always had a much easier time writing than speaking. And now I can look and go, not only is it not just me, but there is actually a reason for that. And a lot of things like that, super cool. And the main point of the book, which I really appreciate, is helping you learn um, to work with your personality type and tools that you can use to um, just enhance your life and, and the advantages and how to work with your disadvantages and things like that. Because one thing that does really bug me when it comes to all the personality type stuff, I'm, I, I love all this, like introvertism, the Myers-Briggs type indicator. I love all those things, but I do get frustrated when people take these personality types and they try to use them, I always say, either as an excuse or a horoscope, like saying, well, I can't do this or that, or I have to do such and so because of my type. And that's not true. We, you can be faithful and you can do what's right. <laughs> you can, you don't need to make excuses, but it is beneficial to know your strengths and weaknesses and how to best harness your strengths and how to best work with your weaknesses and overcome them. And so I think this book aims, aims at that. Like it aims to show you here are, as it says, the advantages and some disadvantages and how you can learn to work with yourself to conserve energy and um, just to live in a way that benefits you and those around you. So I appreciate that I'm about halfway through the book and expecting to finish it within the next few days here. So very interesting. Really glad I finally got around to reading it. On number six, um, a few weeks ago, um, in between our church retreat and our Disney trip, so it was a very busy few weeks in there, um, my longtime best friend from way up north <laughs> um, was able to come visit with her husband for a few days. And it has been, I, I, I think, I'm pretty sure the last time, no, they visited us a few years ago. I was going to say the last time I saw her was her wedding, but that's not true. They visited for a few days a few years ago, um, but we don't get to see each other much. And 
Uh, so they were able to visit and we spent a few days together. It was a really sweet time. Um, but one thing that we did, she and I, ever since we first became friends over a decade ago, um, have said that we are Anne and Diana from Anne of Green Gables. And um, I'm Anne and she's Diana. And so we even did a, um, a dress up uh, one time, again, many years ago. When we got together, we dressed up as Anne and Diana and took all these pictures, and it was um, so much fun. So we realized as we were planning our visit, you know, we've never had an opportunity to sit down and watch the Anne of Green Gables movie together, even though we both love it. And so we were able to do that, and it was really great. I also haven't watched it in years and years, and so it was good just to revisit it because it's one of my favorites. And the thing about it is that, I mean, the book is one of my longtime favorites, and I've read the whole series many times and they did such a great, like it's one of the best book to movie adaptations that I've ever seen. I think like the casting is perfect. They did a really good job translating things from the book to the screen. So that's very satisfying, especially since that often doesn't happen in movie adaptations. So I was just enjoying that all over again. But then also as I was watching, it just made me think how much, like I read the books first when I was really, really young, but I find that I appreciate the book and the movie along with it more as I get older rather than less, even though I think it's technically a children's story or middle grade, or I don't know what exactly the designation is, but I just have so much more and more appreciation for it and I was just thinking as we watched just what an oasis of purity and joy a truly good book can be especially in the midst of the world we live in like I think the more time goes on the more um I guess lack of innocence we're exposed to and you know there are a lot of very difficult things going on in the world and in our country and in our culture and it can really easily drag you down and then just to see a book or a movie like this that just has such a sweetness and real purity to it where it addresses real human things but in such a sweet and positive way without being without being you know like too unrealistic I don't know exactly how to say it you know but just the fact that you can watch this and have this experience and bring some joy and some wonder. It's just made me realize all over again that that is what I want from my stories. And that even when I do address things that are dark or are difficult, I want to do it with a purity and with a sense of hope and joy and to instill that in people. And the way that Anna Green Gables does that for me is exactly what I want as an author. And it's always such a good reminder to be able to see that in the midst of this very troubled and troubling world, those things can still shine um, and can, in a sense, really instill so much true hope and joy um, by just pointing to something that's true in a way that, like I said, is pure and innocent. And so I hope that I'm also able to do that through my characters and my stories. And it's just 
honestly a delight to watch and it really did make me want to go back and read the books all over again so I may do that next year. Thank you all for listening and for being patient with me through my longer than expected hiatus. Um, I'm glad to be back and I'm really grateful to just be able to come to you with all my readerly and writerly thoughts. So Lord willing, I'll be back again next week if I can keep the allergies away from my poor voice. Um, But yes, let me know your thoughts on Anne of Green Gables, um, introvertism and other personality types. Um, When did you learn how to read? And just any thoughts you have about reading, writing, anything I've said, always love to have these discussions with my fellow story lovers. So again, thank you all for listening. Hope everyone has a great day and a great holiday and stay improbable. Bye.